My name is Brian Kinsey, and I'm the pastor of First Pentecostal Church in Pensacola. I'm delighted that you're listening to this message, and I hope it blesses your life. If you'd like to submit a prayer request, or if you're interested in a personal Bible study, you can call us at 850-477-1100, or send us an email at firstpent at firstpent.org. We hope you enjoy this message. Good evening and welcome to the First Pentecostal Church Evening Devotion, and I'm delighted that you've joined us. And in, during last night's devotion, I gave you understanding and direction of what I believe that God wants us to do to help uh, us bring the presence of the Lord into our homes and to walk with God every day. It's so very important. And I, I want you to keep what you receive from the Lord. I don't want you to just receive something and then forget about it. And your daily devotion is a very key element in you keeping what God gives you, especially when you're in a church service and receiving the Word of God. And I believe that it will open up the door of many possibilities of what God can do in your life. And I want to encourage you tonight. The Lord is with us, church, and we're going to overcome in Jesus' name. And if we'll take the steps that Moses did, and the good thing about it is once it's recorded in the Scripture, it becomes uh, principles and truths for every believer. And you can apply the very principles that Moses used in his ministry to accomplish the work that God called him to do, and God can use you to accomplish the work he's called you to do. So be encouraged and stay strong. Now, I'm going to ask you to do two things, and I'd like for you to do them before this Sunday, if, if at all possible. First of all, I'd like for you to get a, an anointed prayer cloth and get an anointing oil, and I want you to go throughout your house. I want you to go to the doors, doorpost. I want you to go to the windows, and I want you to anoint your house and pray for it. You don't have to have any intercessors with you. You can do this alone. You can bring your family together, but I want you to anoint your house. We're going to anoint our houses in Jesus' name, that the presence of the Lord will be in our homes. Then I want you to list out every backslider that you know that lives either in this area, or it, it doesn't matter, even in the world, we can pray for all of them. But I want you to reach out to every backslider that you can think of. Just write their names out and reach out to them. And when we do come back to church, I want you to issue a personal invitation to get them in the house, and we're going to see a harvest of souls because if, the, if I continue to do what I feel like the Lord wants me to do, uh, we're going to start when we come back into the sanctuary, when we're allowed to do that, we're going to start with revival right off. We're going to have a harvester come in, speak the word of God, and, and harvest souls. And I want you to write down the names of these backsliders, and we're going to uh, reach out to, to them. So uh, let's do that, and let's do that to the glory of God. We're going to repeat the rule of five tonight, because I've been doing this for almost 50 years now. And in some form or another, I've uh, done a daily devotion. 
and I've talked about it, and I've trained certain people in our congregation, and I want it to change your life. I want you to start doing this every day, and I believe that uh, if you will do it, it'll make a difference. I want to go back in time about 22 years now to a devotion that the Lord gave me that helped change my life, and I want to share it with you here tonight. So what I do in my rule of five, in my daily devotion, I pick a time, I find a place where I know I'll be undisturbed. And first of all, I'm going to get my resources. I'm going to get my Bible. I'm going to have it ready. I'm going to get my journal. And of course, my journal now is my iPad, but the devotion that I'm going to read to you that the Lord gave me comes out of this journal, and it's over 22 years old. And uh, the morning is best for me. But it doesn't always work out depending on what has to be done. So I generally pick a time when I know I'm going to be undisturbed and I will read the Word of God and I'll just spend time worshiping and praising God and blessing Him. And that's what I want you to do right now with your family. I want you to just start blessing and praising God. Lord, I bless your name, and I bless you in the earth, and I bless you for all the good things you have done in my life. You need to bless the Lord. You need to give him praise, and you need to give him glory and honor. Start by worshiping his name and, and worshiping the, the fact that he's made a way for you to be saved that's so valuable. And then I'll start praying scriptures over my life. Some of my favorite scriptures are in Ephesians chapters 1 through 3 where I start by saying, thank you, Lord, for giving me the adoption of sons. Thank you, Lord, for accepting me in the beloved. And thank you, Lord, for giving me the access that I have to the Father through the Spirit. And when I start praying that adoption and I start praying and I say, God, I'm adopted into your family. I'm no longer a stranger or an outcast, but I am a son of God. I'm accepted in the beloved, meaning that I have access to all of your resources, every treasure that you have in my life. I've got access to it, and I thank you for it, and I want to gain that access because I believe that Jesus has given us the keys, the keys to the kingdom, meaning that everything that may be locked to the world is open for the church if we will just step into it and begin to operate in it. The Lord led me in my devotion to start blessing people and honoring people and using the spirit of respect and honor. And he wanted me to, to get out of all of this jealousy and envy and strife that seems to prevail sometimes in Pentecostal circles because it's not the will of God for God's people to struggle with that. He wants us to be free of that so that we can bless people, so that we can lift people up, so we can add value to other people. And when God showed me in the scripture in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 28, and he just spoke it into my heart, and he said, this has been my original intention of what I've wanted to accomplish with man from the very beginning. This is what I want to do. This is what I want my people to do. You can see it throughout the Bible. 
You can see it throughout the New Testament. And God blessed them and said unto them, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. What a powerful word that God shared with Adam of what his original intention was. And God is speaking this to you. He wants to bless you. He wants you to be fruitful. He wants you to multiply, replenish, subdue, and have dominion in the earth. And, and so many years ago, the Lord was speaking to me, and now it just seems like during this crisis, what God spoke to me so many years ago is now something he's wanting to do in this congregation. He's wanting to do this with the church all over the earth. Somebody on Facebook was sharing a YouTube uh, service of Brother Barnes preaching back in the 80s that because of the times, taking spiritual dominion and authority over the spirits of our area and, our, and the territories where we minister. And I believe that God is bringing us right back to that very truth of taking authority over the enemy and over things that are troubling us so that we can be overcomers. God wants to grant us new territory through this crisis. He wants to give us new places in him, heavenly places that are prepared for us. But they'll never be realized until we take dominion where we are now. Because so many people think that if God doesn't change my circumstance, then I can't have this place with him. And that's just not true. The word of God is clear. You can have dominion over exactly what's bothering you now and gain your place with God and start operating according to God's original design. Spiritual dominion is not gonna, it's not going around commanding or demanding at your own discretion. It's not browbeating or bullying people to, to subject them to your whims and irrational desires. Spiritual dominion only comes when you learn to submit to God. Without submission, you can't operate in this authority because you would become destructive if you did not have this kind of submission. It's only effective when we submit totally to the will of God because without fruit and the love of God in your life, any kind of authority you would try to assume or take would be destructive for someone else. But if you have the true love of God, you have the fruit of the Spirit, then you're going to be able to operate in this authority without being destructive. We are destined for dominion individually in our family, our churches, and our communities. In Daniel 4.3, uh, when Nebuchadnezzar finally came to the realization of who God was, he said, how great are his signs, how mighty are his wonders, his kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and his dominion is from generation to generation. Finally, Nebuchadnezzar woke up and realized exactly who God truly is. And I believe that it's time for the apostolic church to get a revelation of exactly who God is. He has dominion over darkness. He has dominion over disease. He has dominion over our destiny. And that spiritual dominion begins in us because Jesus reveals in Matthew 16, 18, and 19 that the conflict which exists between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness 
and the promise of victory for the church in conflict is given to us when we operate in the weapons of our warfare, which are not carnal. God exercises this authority through his people. And now it's time for us to stand up. And what better way during this social distancing we're having to practice and we can't touch anybody. And I, I don't want you, if you're afraid of getting this virus, I don't want you to touch anybody, but what about speaking to them? What about taking authority and speaking to whatever need that they might have and declaring in the name of Jesus that God's already provided it through the cross of Jesus Christ and through Calvary and the shed blood, he's already provided it. I believe that if we have this kind of authority, we will break every constraint of passivity and defense-oriented attitude, which is simply satisfied with survival. I'm not satisfied with survival. I believe God wants to give us revival, and I refuse to sit down and be passive when I know God has authorized us to multiply. He's authorized us to replenish. Anything that's been taken, we can restore through the power of Jesus Christ. The church is described scripturally as being on the offensive. Remember when the Bible says, it does not say hell shall not prevail against the church. He says the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. There's a difference because gates of hell refers to a defensive position. Hell's locked up and they're on the defensive, but the church is on the offensive attacking the gates and we have the keys to unlock and put our hand in the fire and pull people out according to the epistle of Jude. We have the ability to pull them out of the fire. That's the kind of authority we've got. It's the kind of dominion he wants to give us right now. Oh, well, we've got this problem. We're, we've always had problems, but God doesn't change. His authority doesn't change. We just don't exercise it. And we need to start exercising that authority because the best defense is a good offense. Your opponent can't score if he doesn't have the ball. And, and winning is, is more motivating and satisfying than simply trying to keep from losing. I refuse to get in a spiritual mindset. I'm just trying to keep from losing. I want God to give us that right attitude toward our circumstance so that we can experience victory. So I want to give you some key words. I wrote all of these words down in my journal, and, and they became key words in my life that I want to give to you and I believe that if we'll do that now through this crisis, the Spirit of the Lord's going to come on us. He's going to bless us with abundance. He's going to give us multiplication. And he's going to give us dominion. First of all, he's given us authority to tread on. In other words, we're not being walked on. We're treading on serpents and scorpions. And he's given us power over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. That means that we can trample, we can place Satan under our feet, and we need to walk as if we're walking on top of it and not underneath it. And that's the concept of dominion that God wants to give to you. 
And even in your home right now, even though you're having to shut in and you're not able to come to church, you're not, some of you may not be able to go to work uh, at this particular time, you can still put Satan under your feet right now by the authority of the word of God. The second word is triumph, the act or fact of being victorious. It's the public humiliation of a defeated foe. It's the joyous celebration of victory. It implies a decisive victory where there is no question that we have won the battle. There's no question. We're going to win. The Colossians 2, 14 and 15 says, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross, and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. And then in 2 Corinthians 2, 14, now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. And this is what he said was the triumph in Christ. He makes manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. That means that no matter what place we're in, what circumstance we're in, whenever people can see that God's at work in our life, that's a triumph. Whenever people can see there's something different about us, you're not as afraid as the rest of the world. What's going on here? Why are you having such authority and dominion? Because I'm a child of the king. They see Jesus in you. And when they see Jesus in you, in every place, that means there is no place you can be if you're a child of God that Jesus can't be seen in your life and that his presence cannot be real. That's the triumph of the people of God. And then the word overcome, to conquer, to prevail over, to conquer is to get possession of, control, or gaining mastery over. John 16, these things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. That is awesome to consider that you have peace when the world doesn't have peace, a peace that passeth all understanding. And I've been praying that God would place that peace on every one of you, even though you're going through a very difficult time and you're shut in with your families. But this is a great time for you to have family devotion and to do the things that I'm asking you to do. Anoint the house with oil. List out the backsliders. Get your family to help you do that so that we can contact them. Let them know we're praying for them and thinking about them through this time. Because the Bible says in 1 John 5 and 4, for Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. We have overcome these things through the peace of God that rules in our heart. This victory, actually the Greek word is conquest, an act or process of conquering. Something conquered, especially land or territory taken in a war. It implies a victory in which one subjugates others and brings them under complete control. And I believe that God wants to do that. A bruised reed he shall not break, and a smoking flax shall he not quench till he send forth judgment unto victory. 
That, that means that even though you're in a place of difficulty and you're not perfect, you're, you're a bruised reed or you're a, a, you have things in your life that create dysfunction, doesn't mean that God can't bring victory into your life. If you're a child of God, you might be hurting, you might be down for the count it seems, but God's truth is still at work in your life. There's still power in the name of Jesus to deliver you. Judgment will bring you unto victory. 1 John 5, 4, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is that victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. This is the conquest that conquers the world. And even our faith that operates continually. I think you ought to exercise authority. I think you ought to speak to this situation and say that I will not allow it to defeat me or my family, but I place it under my feet. I'm going to walk on this because I am a child of the king. And you can use every one of these principles to do the most important work you will ever do in your life. And this is the reason God gave me that devotion 22 years ago. And here's the word that you need to receive. When I take dominion, it's really I'm taking dominion over myself. When I take dominion, I'm conquering myself, my own pride, my own lack of faith, my own nervousness, my own anxiety and fear. That's what I'm taking dominion over because the triumph truly is whether or not God's at work in my life. And when I conquer these things in my spirit, that's the triumph that everyone can tell. The Lord's at work in him. <laughs> the Lord's doing something through him. We have this kind of dominion in our church, in our community when we come to corporate prayer or when we do prayer walks or prayer drives as we're fixing to do, we're gonna drive around town and pray. We have dominion in our family by investing them, bringing them to the house of God. God has given us that dominion. When I learned this, it was easy for me to bless other people. It was easy for me to begin to lift others up and add value to them and to wanna see them fulfilled in the kingdom and want to see them victorious. It was easy to do that because now God's conquered all of this stuff. I've got dominion over it. I don't have to struggle with it anymore. I don't have to struggle to, to go and, and to lift somebody up with a word of encouragement like so many people I see. I can see them struggling with it and, and I can tell immediately it's pride. It has nothing to do with uh, godliness or holiness or righteousness. It's pride, totally and simply and without exception, it is. But when you conquer yourself, then you step into the very intention of God by being fruitful, multiplying, replenishing, being abundant, and taking dominion. And, and we need to bless one another and we need to speak it in Jesus' name. When someone comes to you now with a need, you don't have to question as to what you need to do. Do I lay hands on them? Do I not? You don't have to do anything other than what Jesus did when he told us to speak to that mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea. 
You have your orders from the Lord. God showed this to me. Of course, we're a, we're a sum total of every preacher that's ever preached into our life and every principle that's ever been spoken to us. And we're, we're a sum total of all of that. And I've been taught that for many, many years by great men of God. But a lot of times you don't feel worthy to do that or you don't feel like you're qualified to do it. Uh, you know, you, you see the great men of God doing that, taking authority, speaking, and they teach you to do it. And then you may try it once or twice and it doesn't work, so you quit. <laughs> and you wonder, I'm, I'm not really going to accomplish anything here. And so you, you stop doing what God has taught you to do. But in this devotion, God took everything that had been spoken into my life and brought it home into my spirit. And I began to operate in that. And I, I go through those same struggles that you do, but God gives us dominion and I subdue it, put it under my feet and say through the blood of Jesus, through the fact that I've been given access to the Father and I've been given uh, adoption of sons and I've been given uh, an acceptance in the beloved, the devil has no authority. And then you can speak that abundance. And I speak that peace upon every one of you. Peace be still. Let your hearts not be troubled, even though we're going through this time. God's going to bless us abundantly. There's going to be an abundant harvest. Uh, we just finished recording a prayer that's going to be aired Sunday night in Chesapeake, Virginia with Brother Jack Cunningham, the Bible World Church. And we just prayed with authority that God was going to give them miracles and harvest. And we came against the virus as far as the, the work of the devil and the work of darkness of creating fear and panic. We curse that, but also God's trying to awaken the world. So we want to release that. We want the virus to accomplish whatever God wants to accomplish through it by awakening people. And so we just joined with them and we've been connected with them in the revival that God's been pouring out in Chesapeake. We're excited about all of that. And we're so thankful for that. But that's what we do. We lift up other people. We connect with other people so that there is a release of faith and supernatural power in a dimension we've never seen before. And I want you to join me. And so I'm going to speak the peace of God upon you right now. We're going to pray. And I, I really appreciate you joining with me every night that we're doing this and having these devotions or virtual revival whatever it is that we're doing. And of course, we'll meet you again Sunday morning at 11 a.m. and then Sunday p.m. At, at 6 p.m. So remember those announcements. But I want to pray this prayer of peace upon you because I believe that from that, you're going to be able to get dominion over yourself so that you can walk in this authority and then speak it to others. And say, in the name of Jesus, be healed. In the name of Jesus, be lifted up. In the name of Jesus, the Lord's going to open the door of your resources and bless you financially, whatever their need is. God's able to meet it. Father, I thank you for these wonderful people. And I thank you for giving us this dominion and, and sharing with us this revelation so many years ago. And now we're having to operate in it in a totally different dimension. And I ask that you would give people peace in their hearts so that they could realize this dominion in their life, so that their lives could be changed forever. 
that they can walk in this authority and speak to the enemy that's troubling them and cast him out and remove him from their life. And I ask that you would bless them abundantly through this time and lift them up, God, and give them financial blessings and give them help and strength so that as we walk together, we walk in faith and we walk to the glory of God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. We hope you enjoyed this message. Please reach out to us if you have any questions. We can be found at firstpent.org. That's F-I-R-S-T-P-E-N-T dot org. If you're ever in Pensacola, Florida, we hope you visit us. Be blessed in Jesus' name.